Welcome back to the Sunday Rose. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? And how are your heads? Bad, presumably. Guys, it's back, isn't it? It's back in a big bloody way. COVID, once again, engulfs us, surrounds us, and empties us of everything we have left to give. As Kel from the eponymous TV show Keenan and Kel used to say, oh, here it goes. We're back in the front line. We're down in the trenches. The old familiar merry-go-round of bad news and powerlessness is here for the festive season. And it doesn't look like it'll disappear anytime soon either. Questionable morality by some and questioning mortality for others. A dance that has quickly become routine. For fuck's sake. A couple of Christmases ago, our biggest concern was Santa getting cancelled on Twitter because he referred to his elves as elves. Whereas this year, we're staring down the barrel of a shotgun. It sort of reminds me of that scene in About a Boy. It's an incredibly powerful scene when his mother has realised that her bipolar has come back and she's having a uh, she seems to be having an episode and she's just sitting on the couch uh, completely defeated and she's crying and she doesn't know why she's crying but she can't help herself from crying I'm sure that's how many of you feel right now and actually in a weird way I think Covid have I said this before? I think Covid is almost a good metaphor for people to be used for people who can't understand mental health issues it's exhausting You can do everything in your power to stop it, but that's futile. And also, just because you've had enough, that doesn't mean it stops. Just because you want to get off the ride, it doesn't mean it's finished. Just because you're broken, bruised and beaten, that won't change a thing. The best thing to do is search for acceptance. Beg for understanding. Your reaction won't change anything. And I know that this is bullshit and you've heard all these buzz-fucking cliché sentences from the news, but it's true, though. I'm noticing a lot of people in the last couple of days giving it the, oh, oh what a week. I've, I've truly had it now. The gloves are coming off. Are they, yeah? What are you, how are you going to, oh, how are you going to take them on, Kenneth? Oh, well, I'm going to go over, going to go over to my friend Simon's house and drink a few beers in his shed. Oh, Jesus, are you sure? She's quite the Napoleon streak you have in you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm done. No, no, that's me done now with COVID. Oh, I'm really going to abreact this time. What are you going to do? Well, like, I'm still going to wear my mask and obey most of the restrictions and guidelines, but ultimately, I'm going to have a few cans after 8pm. Well, okay. You, you're, you're, you're really sticking it to the man, aren't you, Kenneth? It's weird. It really is weird. Also, if I see one more joke about after 8 and 8pm and, oh, I didn't realise COVID stopped spreading after 8pm, I'll honestly shoot myself in the face. I'll inject myself with SARS via the penis and die. I honestly, the jokes about COVID are worse than COVID. So we won't rely on COVID for the subject of this podcast. Nevertheless, guys, I hope you're all doing okay. It's incredibly crap. It's so bad. It's everywhere. It's awful. I'm now terrified the live shows are going to be cancelled in March, but secretly happy, but then like not really happy because I want to get paid. So I just don't know. My head's a mess. How is yours? How are you doing? Happy fucking Christmas. I shouldn't have cursed there. It didn't make the sentence any better. Anyway, I went in to get my hair cut yesterday, okay? And I don't know if this bothers any of you guys, but do you ever get when you're going to get your get your hair cut around Christmas? Now, this guy's brilliant, by the way. His name is Ewan. Shout out to Ewan. Uh, he's a brilliant barber. But as I was sitting down in the stool, 
like the chair, by the way, not there hadn't been an accident, wasn't doing a brown Christmas in any capacity. But as I was sitting down, he says to me, oh, just here for the Christmas haircut, is it? I'm like, um, well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my haircut, like, and it, yeah, it happens to be around Christmas, but okay. And then he picks up the scissors as if like by me saying, yes, I'm here for a Christmas haircut. That's going to change the way he does things. Like, bro, you're not going to weave a mince pie into my fringe. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to use fake snow instead of hairspray. What the hell is going on here? It shouldn't matter what time of the year it is, whether I'm here for Christmas or for Hanukkah or one of the other ones, you know? It's absolutely irrelevant. Now, hang up my red jacket, please. Give me the milk and cookies I requested and let me download the parking app so Prancer doesn't get clamped again. So guys, I'm in a bit of a creative dilemma, okay? A pickle, as it were, and I'm looking for your advice. Well, of course, I'm not actually looking for your advice because uh, I've already decided what I want to do. It's just a case of waiting until one of you says the thing that I want to do and then I'll say, oh, brilliant. No one's ever really looking for advice. Come on, let's be clear here. Any, no, no one is ever, ever looking for advice. They're just looking for you to echo or to regurgitate back to them what they like. They most want to do in the scenario. Oh, uh, hey man, I, I cheated on my girlfriend. Uh, what do you think I should do? Yeah, you should probably tell her. That's awful. You should have the respect to uh, own up, uh, accept responsibility and accountability and tell your probably soon-to-be ex-girlfriend the, about the awful deed you've done. Yeah, I don't know. The other option is you could not tell her. Ah, you give the best advice. Ah, you give, you're like a wise old owl. You give such wonderful advice, Mark. Do you know what I mean? No one's ever actually looking for advice. So look, I'm not looking for advice, but I'm in a creative dilemma, okay? I was given a camera for my birthday. Why did I say birthday? Weird there, I added an extra syllable and almost had a mini stroke. I was given a camera for my birthday last Thursday. Thank you very much for the birthday messages. But it is a bit of a creative pickle because there are a lot of people calling themselves photographers these days. Have you noticed this? There seems to be a lot, I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's a geographic specific thing, but there's a lot of people around my age, 26, late 20s, age bracket, who seem to consider themselves photographers these days. A lot of them doing the rounds. You do realise that taking pictures of an economically deprived area and putting it in black and white is not art. You can't just take a picture of some graffiti on the dart and call it art. There is a difference between kitchen sink realism and just poverty porn, you know? You can't just take a picture of a few fruit sellers on Moore Street and think you've encapsulated the spirit of the city. Oh, and you caption it something like salt, oh, the earth, as if you're in touch. This is absolute madness. Oh, here's some spray paint under a bridge, art. Here's a boy on a bike with a grin and a cigarette, art. Here's a bunch of people struggling with life, drinking cans on the Liffey. Art. There is no bigger threat to creativity than a middle-aged accountant with an icon. The DSL Artistic Community of Dublin. Oh, look, it's the dart in chrome colouring. It's not art. I should probably set up an Instagram with my full name followed by underscore photography. 
It's madness the amount of photographers doing the rounds these days. And I just don't like the, don't get me wrong, I will encourage anybody to engage in any sort of creative pursuit in any capacity, but I'm just not really a fan of this going into economically deprived areas and taking pictures. I find that really strange. I I just can't get with it. Oh, I was really honoured that the staff at this food shelter let me into their world for the day, you know, to get pictures for my Instagram. I just don't know. It's not for me. There's a lot of just average sort of strange photos. Doing. Oh, I took this black and white picture of my friend at a house party as part of this new project I've titled uh, People. Yeah, for a while I was toying with the notion of calling it like humans or friends of mine. But in the end, I just thought people really sort of got it, you know, because that's the energy of these works. Because ultimately, by the way, we are all People. I've actually always had an interest in humans, you know, even from an early age. Primarily my mother at first, suckling on her breasts just to stay alive. And from there, my fascination only grew further. So although I'm a fully trained veterinarian and I got this camera one week ago, yeah, I suppose you could say I have always been a photographer. Um, You know, I use my eyes uh, for most of my life, I've been using my eyes to sort of see things. And it's only recently that I realized I've, I've actually been taking, uh, pictures with my eyes. So yeah, I'm glad you didn't ask, but yeah, thank you. No, yeah. Sorry. And no, sorry. No, I don't have any change basically is the answer. Sorry about that. I'm just going to take a quick pick and I'll be off. Cheers though. You know, these amateur photographers, if you haven't taken a picture of the pool bag towers, the industrial exterior of the Tate in London or a sleeping bag strewn across a street in Shoreditch, you are not a bedroom photographer. Yeah, I've got this one here. It was actually a complete accident as I had sort of switched off the auto feature and had some Carmex smeared on the lens, but I've basically seen blurry images in famous art galleries and on the internet, so I decided to use it as my magnum opus. Yeah, now I'm just taking a lot of pictures. I'm really, really interested. I went out to the 40 foot the other day and I got a bunch of these little rascals jumping into the sea, so I captured it, uh, the Rat Pack. Did you? That's strange. You know what I mean? I just feel like these people aren't in touch. They're not in touch. And they're not really, it's not really an artistic pursuit they're doing for themselves, you know? They're about as in touch artistically with these local areas as those bank ads or the ones for mortgage brokers when they've got the really bad spoken word poetry. You know the ones. They're everywhere. They are absolutely everywhere these days. Sort of orchestral music opens up the ad and then the voice comes in. Dublin, a city of smokers and jokers, butcher grills and green grocers. Crow Park and Pokey Flats. Everyone's a barber. What's the crack? The Liffey Harbour. Swimmers are back. The swimmers are back. Summer's in full swing. Paupers become king. Search. I actually can't. I actually can't do it. The pool bag towers plunged into the city's heart like two sticks of corporate dynamite about to blow it apart. Sorry? Excuse me? Yeah, no, sorry. The pool bag towers are a thermal chimney station. Okay, they are among one of the tallest structures in Ireland, once used as a power generator until being decommissioned in 1976. It's got nothing to do with corporate greed. Nice Nike double tracksuit though. I see your moral code and ethics when it comes to brands is almost as complicated as Alan Turing's Enigma. This is madness. 
An open letter to Dublin, me old flower, me old girl, my best friend, my gold shower. Sorry? Do you know what I mean? Kids don't need college, they need courage. Okay, well, like they do need, they need both. They need both. This is absolutely, uh, could you imagine them interviewing in the Matter Hospital or Vincent's for the new chief surgeon? Uh, who should we give the job to? That guy with the PhD? No, no, no. No, no, no. I was thinking about that guy who came up with a fucking shield and a sword in the waste room. Give it to him. He's never been to uni. Yeah, but he's got courage. <laughs> appreciate it guys hope you're doing well I know it's very easy for me to get caught up in the sort of chaos and excitement of Christmas Covid notwithstanding but uh, I understand that it is a difficult time for many of us and many of you so I hope you're doing alright <coughs> excuse me oh god I hope that's not Covid um, remember to check in with people if you are feeling bad this Christmas and of course uh you could always subscribe to the Patreon and message me there. I'll reply. Look, if you're having a bad time this Christmas and you need to talk to somebody, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. I'll be there at any time of the day or night, depending on the tier of the subscription. Um, if you do like the 10 euro a month, I can be there business hours. 5 euro a month, maybe once a week. 20 euro a month, now we're talking. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show. Really hope you're doing okay keep the head above water this is the last this is definitely i feel like this is going to be the last bit of madness before uh this i can't even continue because of course we have no idea what's down the line but look i hope you're doing all right and thank you for taking the time to listen to the show means the world to me and happy christmas all the best bye bye